Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from New York, it's the show that is wishing you National Air Conditioning Appreciation Day. I'll be honest with you. Tomorrow is a bigger but, holiday. <laughs> Every day is a day. Yeah. Well, an air conditioning Every day is a day. Every Shout day, out to Freeology Group. Every day is a Today, oh. Dame to Miami, we think. What are Ooh. the chances that Portland sends Dame somewhere he doesn't want to go? Why would they do that? Meanwhile, Kyrie gets $126 million, and hopefully his sixth win with Luka pretty soon. <laughs> Is Nick still confident in his Mavs? And finally, how happy should LeBron be with these Ooh. tiny Lakers moves that he's made? <laughs> that, he's made. That, that was a set. I didn't mean to say that. No, they're moves Rob people Palenka. like, so they're Palinka's moves. LeBron's just the moves people don't like. Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Yeah. Nick, are you happy with these Lakers moves? Uh, stay, about 22 minutes from now, I'll give them all grades. Every single move gets really? great. Yeah. Eek. Absolutely. I take that segment off. It's going to look like Broussard at Oberlin. A lot of, like, very a lot of A's. A lot of A's. A lot of A's. <laughs> yeah. We start with Dame's move. Portland reportedly open for business, listening to trade offers for Dame. But Dame basically saying, hold your horses. I'd just like to go to Miami. <laughs> After 11 years of being loyal to the soil, Brew, does Portland owe Dame a trade to his preferred destination? Uh, No. Okay, they owe him to treat him respectfully and to make do their best to make sure this doesn't get ugly in Portland with the fans and th- and obviously you don't sully his name mm-hmm. in any way shape or form, but you don't owe him anything as far as where you send him. Mm-hmm. When I left ESPN in 2016, I, they didn't owe me to make sure my next landing spot goes well. Right. I still have people that I'm friends with there that, you know, all that I'm sure are happy my career's worked out. But they, they don't owe me from a business standpoint. I'm sure ESPN couldn't care less. You go do what you do. You know, now you're not here. They have paid him four hundred and fifty million dollars in contracts. Two hundred thirty three is to him. All right. That he's already met. But he's got four hundred fifty guaranteed no matter where he's at. That's them. He they owe him. To pay him what he's they, the contract, uh, to treat him respectfully, and he owes them a hard day's work, which they both fulfilled their op, their obligations. That's it. What they owe is the fans, the ownership, Chauncey Billups, mm. and the players to make the best decision for our franchise. We need to get the best trade we can to help us go forward in our pursuit of a championship. That's it. I'm sorry. Like, they don't owe him anything. Okay, I disagree. I don't think they owe him everything. I think because he chose a year ago 
to sign a two-year extension. He gave up some leverage in doing that. He didn't have to sign that two-year extension. So they and then and so him the, for that? No, 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 no. Let for me, taking let, their millions of dollars? No, let me explain. Okay. I, that I was saying that was one of the reasons they don't owe him everything was okay. because of that. But... Wilds, what did the Pelicans owe Anthony Davis? Just the salary, right? Hard day's work, that's the deal. Where do you want to go? We wanted to go to L.A. Where did he end up? L.A., well, that's all, folks. Kevin Durant had four years left on his deal. What did Brooklyn owe him? Just the money, right? Where did he want to go? Phoenix? I'm not 100% sure where he wanted he to wanted, go. No, I he very he clearly is. wanted to go to Phoenix this last time yeah, and I said mean, he didn't want to be a bidding war. Where, where does he play? He plays for the Suns The now. Suns. Bradley Beal, too. Now, that's a weird one because he had no trade in the dad and the son or the agent and the team president, but he wanted yeah, to go there strange. and he went there. Uh, James Harden. He wanted to get out of Houston, and he wanted to go where? Well, I think he wanted to go to the Sixers for a while. And then Brooklyn, right? And, kind of and then a, he got to both places. The scenic route. He's going to end up with Miami Heat. With a slim possibility, he ends up a Philadelphia 76er and a 0% chance. It's like, well, Utah can forgive you the bet. Doesn't matter. There is a level of, re- there is a reality to the fact that if you have a guy who is tenured with your organization, like Damian Lillard is, who is beloved by your fans, who has done everything right. You're right, Brew. You don't have to send him immediately and seamlessly to one place and one place only. But you are not simply taking the best offer. The Why idea, not? because that's not how business is done. Because it's not? literally well. Then wh- this would be the first time, Brew. Who else was bidding on Kevin Durant? The, what do you mean? You think no other? I'm just asking. No, but that's the other piece of how business is done. You know why no one else is bidding on Kevin Durant? Because nobody wants an unhappy superstar. So if you have four years of Damian Lillard's contract and you are the Utah Jazz, are you even going to create the best possible offer when you know he doesn't want to be there? When you are the New Orleans Pelicans, who could have given the best Kevin Durant offer, undoubtedly. But he did not want to be there. That is so there is this. But though you mentioned two teams that, I mean, Utah, of course. All right. What if he doesn't want to be in Philadelphia? But what if they make him the best offer? You think he's going to go there and sulk? No. I so, think he's going to be professional and say, I got a chance to win the championship no. with the MVP. I'm going to ball. I, How about Boston? He doesn't want to necessarily go to Boston, but yeah. if they trade him to Boston, guess what? He'll be a professional, and he'll say, we got a chance to win a championship. Let's go ball. So I – if the – but Now, Utah's a different thing. The, of course. I mean – No, but that's – but, but on, they're but, not about to win. I understand, but, Brew, but so let me – so then I think you actually agree with me more than it sounded. Mm-hmm. You are conceding that there are certain places, even if they made the Blazers the far and away best offer, they would not trade him to. No, correct? no, because so they you know what I'm saying is Utah's not going to make an offer. No, but they don't need they, they don't want Damian Lillard. They'd be in the same okay. position as Portland's in. Okay, well, I, so it doesn't make sense. Some teams, it doesn't make sense to go after Damian Lillard. Right, but if they did, you you would be okay with them trading him there. Yeah, if they got a great deal. I mean, I don't know what Utah would have that I'd want necessarily, but if they had a great deal, sure. Yeah, so I go ahead and say he's got like a quiet, unwritten no-trade clause. Exactly right. So question is this. If when he signed this extension or when he signed the original deal, do you think that including a no-trade clause would give him less money and he didn't need to do that? 
because he had this kind of quiet no trade clause because, in there? Yeah, well, I, the, I, maybe, but I think that I, I just know that there is how maybe business should be done and maybe the way if things were done differently 15 years ago in the league would be on a different path and how things are done. Mm-hmm. And how things are done in my lifetime covering this league is I have never seen a star player be traded, that's still play, playing at a star level, be traded to somewhere he openly did not want to go. I've never seen was, it. And I, I might be wrong. Was Boston on Kyrie's Boston list? was not on his original. Oh, no, but that's there we different. Go. Hold on a second. That works That, that is, uh, wait a second, though. That, just off the top of my I head. Didn't I didn't write, bro. I did, well, but, but it's important to respond to what I'm actually saying. I did not say every time the superstar gets exactly where he wants. But I have never seen a superstar say, I don't want to go to place X and get sent there. I've no, never seen Well, here's the thing. Look, I, 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 I'm not saying they should just send him anywhere. I'm saying the best deal, they should take the best deal. Now, Utah, I don't even know why they're in the discussion because they're, they're not a team that makes sense for him. Kyrie Irving was not thinking about Boston, mm. but they made the best offer. And you know what? They got a good young team. Yeah, I can go there and ball. That's yeah. what he and thought. And I believe yeah. well, Donna, that's irrelevant Donovan to this discussion. Donovan wanted to come to the Knicks. Right. 100% wanted to come that, to the Knicks, was planning on coming to the Knicks. Next thing you know, and he's in Cleveland. Because, but isn't that a similar situation? The Knicks knew he was, wanted to come to the Knicks, so they kind of held their chips. Like Danny Ainge, yes. they're not getting everything. And now well, it's and happening you know with what else? Danny Ainge was like, the Knicks, they, he's not getting to the Knicks unless they give me a, a, a right. King's ransom. $2 okay. yeah. on the dollar. Well, then, so let's, let's. So those are two examples of that uh, defy what you th- just no, said. No, no, they do not. What I said was, I've never seen a guy sent to a place he was adamant he didn't want to go. It is clear Dame does not want to go to Boston. That has been How is it clear? Because Chris Haynes said yes. it? Yes, that Okay, is I don't think it's I, clear. I don't think he wants to go there, but I think he will go there and play. I, well, yeah, and I, I think he'll go there and play okay. well and to the best of his ability and be fine. Okay, let, I, this is one of those instances where I think we, we're arguing, even though I think we actually might all agree on <laughs> this, which is this. Do you think Miami can make the best offer? Because I don't. Not necessarily. I don't, nobody does. Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks they make the best offer. Right now, water gun to your head. Who do you think Dame plays for? Because I'm going to go Miami. I assume Miami. What do you think? I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I, I think there are a lot of teams in the hunt. I would. I, Philadelphia. I think if, Philly's if, in if the Boston hunt. makes an offer of Jalen Brown, that's the best offer they could get. I think he'd go to Boston. I, I, think, I think San Antonio's in the mix. So, I don't think they can make a great offer. It, so, it, it, I mean, I'm not saying it won't be Miami. All I'm saying is they don't owe him to send him to Miami. They owe their franchise and fans. Let's hear, see what the best I, deal is. And a team like Utah shouldn't even be in the I, discussion. Can I just make another yeah. uh, thought exercise? Sure. You're the Blazers GM. You're yeah. new. Joe Cronin. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you're like, and, you, and Dame goes to Miami. You get Tyler Hero. You know, Jovich, Caleb Mark, you probably got, get off Nurkic's deal. Sure. All this stuff. Okay. Yeah. And you do the press conference and someone asks, hey, was there any other deals out there? Like, yeah, we could have gotten Jalen Brown, but... No, opted to go another way. Now, isn't aren't isn't that a dereliction of duty for the yes, from the Blazers GM? Okay, the to a degree, I I understand that argument. I also think that you, I'll be Joe Cronin, you be the media. Ask yep. that very question. Hey, 
seems like we got Tyler Hero, who's pretty good, mm -hmm. and some draft yeah. picks. Yeah. That's not bad. Were there any other um, superstars well, on the table? It's being reported that Jalen, the Celtics offered. Well, listen, Jaylen I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into the very specifics of all the players that, that we, but we talked to a lot of teams. And we're, we like the Miami deal. And I'd be lying to you if I didn't say that the fact that one of the greatest players in the history of our franchise, who has conducted himself in pure professional manner the entirety of his tenure here, the fact that Miami is where he wanted to end up, we like the package we got from them. Mm -hmm. We felt that was a win-win. And was the, was the tiebreaker the fact that this is where Damian Lillard wanted to be? Yes, I'm comfortable in saying it was. When, when you go to work at a place mm -hmm. and you behave professionally and you do a great job and they pay you well, mm -hmm. that's fair. I shouldn't get special credit because I behaved respectfully and professionally. Yeah, but I, the, I, again, you use – It's nice that I do, but – there is an but, element mm -hmm. of the – and I don't want to I, I use – I mean the, – There's an element of the, when you have been somewhere long enough that you have earned some cachet and, and ability to maneuver out, and we see it in our business, maneuver out if something different becomes available that is best for you, even if it is not the very best for the company. Because it's like, okay, this is what this person wants, yep. and they have been great for us. And the point I am trying to make is that in the NBA, we consistently see that. We just we, named two situations where we did We saw your brew. We Two situations <laughs> where a guy did not get to pick his exact spot. And that, I can name a half exactly dozen. That's exactly what we're talking about. And, and I can, right, but none where a guy which is why I think the door of him being in Philly is slightly open. I why think it's just possible. Philly, though? Because what if they, I mean, the Clippers have been mentioned, too. Yeah. What if they, I mean, would they be wrong to send him to the Clippers? I agree. They're not sending him to Utah or Houston or some team like that. But sending him to the Boston Celtics to make $200 million and have a chance to win a championship next to Jason happen. Tatum? That's real punishment? It's, it's, I'm sorry. If they make me the best offer, that's where he's going. Okay. I don't think. And I, I think, what's he going to do? I, I Protest? Just, again, I, you, this is the same thing we, we – Kyrie didn't want to go to Boston. We, he made a bro, list. They bro, hold on. That is, that, is, that is a bit of revisionist history. There were four teams on Kyrie's preferred list. But at no point was Kyrie like, I don't want to be in Boston until he got there. And then he was like, I don't want to be in Boston. No, well, they the, said, I do want to be. said he did want to be in Boston. But they weren't on his list. The, that's, that's all I'm saying. Okay. And, and I'm – look – does Damian Lillard necessarily want to go to Boston? He's told us the two places he'd love to play, Miami and Brooklyn, mm -hmm. but ma mainly Miami. But if he's sent to Boston again to compete for a championship, all I'm saying is I think he'll play. I think he'll play well. I think he'll be a professional, and I think they'll I, have a shot at winning yeah, a championship. I, okay. We got to move on because he does have one other team, and this is kind of throws you for a loop, bro. One other location that has caught his eye, San Antonio. Ramona reporting that Dame has, quote, deep respect for the Spurs. Dame, Wemby, and Coach Pop. Nick, do you like this idea? It's a terrible idea. <laughs> it's just a terrible idea. Uh, first, There's a 13-plus year age gap between your team's two best players. Mm -hmm. 
First of all, I don't understand even the trade package for San Antonio would create here. It's like Keldon right, Johnson and Sohan and picks that we, Saul, I guess, are Saul. assuming will be terrible picks because right. for the Spurs to want to do this, Wimby's instantly awesome yep. is what the assumption is. And I actually think from a basketball perspective, Brew, the Spurs should be trying. If they're trying to be really good really quickly, they should be trying to build the best defensive team in the league mm. because that's where I think Wimby will be excellent immediately is defensively. So this makes no sense on any – I respect Ramona's reporting. Right. So I'm not no, doubting. It's, but, it's but, legit. But it that. makes no sense to me whatsoever. Well, look, they're not certainly my first choice. My first choices are either of these, Boston, Philadelphia, Miami. If he goes to any of them, I'm happy for Dame, and I think it's great for the league. All yep. right? After that, this one's unrealistic. I'd love to see him in Milwaukee, too, before the Spurs. All right, but that's unrealistic. Sure. I would hate to see him in Brooklyn. I would be mad and disappointed if he went to Brooklyn because they have no chance to compete. And he's going to finish out his career to some degree in anonymity. Because, look, Brooklyn couldn't take over New York with Kevin Durant, James yeah. Harden, and Kyrie Irving. They're not doing it with Mikael Bridges and Dame Lillard, especially with the Knicks being a pretty good team themselves. So I think San Antonio's a little different, though, because because of Wimbayama, he wouldn't be playing in anonymity. Mm-hmm. Like, they would, it would be must-see TV, and it really depends, Nick, on how good Wimbayama is. Like, if he's really great, then this is a good move. Again, it's not my first choice, but if he's like comes into the like if he comes into the league doing what you think he will, yeah, it's a great move. The, can Rookie I shot. can I push back on that? Yeah, because Luca. I understand people think Wembenyama is going to be better than Luca. I don't. I I don't. But that's fine. Right. Luca by year two was first team All NBA. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis by year three was I think third or fourth in MVP voting. It was early. Right. It was, he had top five finish very early. So both of the, those teams try press the fast forward button. That one team traded for Drew Holiday, one team traded for Chris Stapps. And I understand Dame is a better player than either one of those guys. Drew yeah, is Chris Stapps. Chris Stapps different. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. I, it that. That microwaving the development because we think our guy is going to be so good so early does not have a good track record. And it wasn't because Luka or Anthony Davis didn't hold up their end of it. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, they overvalued what Luka was going to be or what AD was going to be. Those guys were excellent. And cashing in picks and assets early for the current star didn't work out. I just don't like yeah, that. It, 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 to me, it all depends on how good Wimbanyama is. Like, if he's ready to come in and play well, great, and win, I think it's not a bad move. I'd prefer these other places, but... Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. All right, let's head to Portland. Dame responded to a tweet about the Portland fan base turning on him. Shout out to Chad in Portland. Uh, Dame writing, it's in my blood to take the high road. I'd love to hear what fans are turning on. Have I misled them or anyone? Fill me in. I think this is a silly story. Go ahead, Nick. Yeah, I think this is... There's a meme on Twitter that goes around every once in a while that is... Someone putting up a fake tweet that's like, and I was told Steph Curry can't shoot, which is like the idea of we are now arguing with a total straw man. Mm -hmm. I do not believe there are a lot of Portland fans that are mad at Damian Lillard, and if they are, they're fools. Damian Lillard 
If you want to be mad at anyone, be mad at the previous front office iterations that I think squandered an opportunity. Maybe it was never going to be a champion, but to build a more consistent winner. And I, and Damian Lillard, who I think consumes you know a fair amount of what's said about him, as I think anybody would, I, I hope he knows fans are not turning on I think you, bro. He does. I think people, I yeah. think Blazer fans, if he were, I, I don't know hockey, I apologize. Wasn't there a famous Boston hockey player that won a championship with like Colorado? Someone will tell me, sorry. But and the <laughs> Boston Bruins fans celebrated it as if it were their own. Yeah. I think Ray Bork is who I'm told it was. Oh. I knew it happened, but I didn't remember Shout it Ray exactly. Bork. Yeah. Um, I, don't. I think if Dame were to win a title, Brew, Blazer fans would celebrate it. Not like of throw course. a parade, but like would celebrate it and be happy for him. So I don't think they're angry. Look, the 10 to 12-year-old kids who've the, all their basketball lives, they've watched Damian Lillard. He's a local hero. We love yeah. Dame. Like, we, our team's not great, but we got Dame. Yeah, they, I get them being heartbroken. And, and they're moving off emotions yeah. so initially – they may be upset and angry. My hero wants yeah. to be traded. Adults, real Blazers fans, should should understand this is best for the team. Yeah. And it's best for Dane. We'd love to see him get a championship. Also, and the t- I, look, I'm not – what they should be angry about, you said it, the pre, you know, what they've built around him or lack thereof. Also, I don't want this Jeremy Grant, but that's a lot of money for a guy. You sure, know, yes. That, and I wonder if they ran that by Dame, like, hey, what if we give Jeremy? And Dame being a just – I'm sure he probably was just professional. That's my boy. I'm not going to get in his way. Hey, Jeremy's a great player. Y'all, y'all do what you want. I love Jeremy. Also, don't – the uh, the – other bla- the best Blazers of the last 40 years, post-Walton, are J- Damian Lillard and who's the Clyde other? Drexler. Clyde Drexler. This is Clyde left and won a title. Yeah. He couldn't get over the top. Now they got closer, made two finals. Made finals. Like it's fine. The, and yeah, it was, no. I think Blazers This is best for the team. Now Scoot and Simons and Shaden have room to develop. Correct. You know, coming up in Weird and Wonderful, too. Are they? Yeah. That's uh, a big three. Coming up next to the Lakers have the best free agency next on FS1 yes. and the Fox Ooh. Sports Channel on SiriusXM. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to the new Joel Klatcho YouTube channel. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome back to a wonderful show. The Lakers made no splashy moves, and that's just the way some people like it. Bill Plaschke of the Los Angeles Times writing, For the first time in recent memory, memory, the NBA free agent circus missed the Lakers this weekend, yet they were the greatest show on earth. (laughs) Okay. Here's the new and familiar faces on the Lakers. Vincent, Reddish, Hayes, Prince, and then there's Reeves on a very friendly deal. Rui and, nope, 
Swing and a miss there. That's oh, that's Russell Westbrook, but it should be D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. Not, not, we'll, we'll edit that out for the live show. <laughs> Don't worry, audience at home, you'll never see it. Uh, LeBron tweeted you everybody out, including D'Angelo Russell, with an hourglass sign. I think he's waiting on it, or he's a fan of soap operas. <laughs> I think he's probably waiting on you it. You never know. Yep. Uh, how should LeBron feel? Great. It was a fantastic offseason. Also, he's exhausted because, as everyone knows, he's the GM of the team. Wow. So he's got to work out. You know, he's got to work out. Is Austin Reeves going to get an offer sheet from someone? What is the fair value on D'Angelo Russell? All of those things. Because, as we know, LeBron James makes all the moves on the team. But this is a team that makes sense. And when, how do Lakers teams with LeBron do when they have a roster that makes sense? Well, in 2020, they were the number one seed. Mm-hmm. On a 60-win pace if they had played an 82-game season and won the championship. In 2021, with that same group, up until Solomon Hill did his somersault into LeBron James' ankle, they were the number two seed on a 56-win pace. Last year, post-trade deadline, they were 18-8, and a 57-win pace, the number one seed in the West. For that, you know, in that time frame. And now they make sense. And they didn't have to overpay for anyone. They didn't have to do any of that stuff. So, I listen, I think that they were the second best team in the West last year. And you could argue in the whole NBA, but certainly in the West. And the team ahead of them got a little worse in Denver because they lost Bruce Brown and the Lakers got better. And so, I, yeah, I think this was an outstanding free agency for Rob Palenka and the Los Angeles Lakers. I won't go as far as outstanding. Uh, it was very good. They did a great job. Mostly they just brought back their guys. You know, the only new guys are Gabe Vincent and Torian Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, and the minimum guys. Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes. I, I actually like Jackson Me Hayes. Me too. Yeah, he's I, at athletic. a minimum, yeah, I think yeah. it's interesting. No, I like Jackson yeah. Hayes a lot. Yeah. So I think that was a great signing. Um, Gabe Vincent, I'm a Schroeder fan. Sure. Schroeder's obviously been a better player than Gabe Vincent. I think his ceiling is higher than Gabe Vincent's. But this is kind of a wash. I mean, if Vincent wasn't a great three-point shooter in the regular season, but he was phenomenal in the playoffs, obviously. So if he's going to be that guy going forward, then that's great. Um, Prince is fine. You know, Torian Prince is fine. But they, the key is they have everybody back. I do think this was good for them. I think it was a very good uh, – off season and LeBron should definitely be pleased. Here's interestingly, oh. the two questions are this: as we always have to say, health. AD and LeBron's health, yep. and how the impact that age has on LeBron, if any. I mean, does he come back as good as last year? Is he only a slightly lower level, which would still be great? That's fine. If there's a sizable drop, then that's they, then one of the screwed. few things that could yeah. hurt mm-hmm. them. But otherwise, they look good. Can I read you a quote from Plasky's article? Bro? Sure. Counting the playoffs, they were 25 and 15 after the All-Star break, 16 yeah. and 10 after Reeves became a starter, and despite being swept by the eventual champions, <laughs> they were outscored only by an average of six points per game. What do we call that, Wild? We call it a close sweep. I, again, Nick, that, what do we call that? I do not believe in close sweeps. 
But a court, if we live in a universe where close sweeps exist, then there are, like I was saying last week, uh, six-game blowouts. There's a whole lot of weird stuff that's happening. But can I give – can it, we go through – It exists. The, because, Wilds, I feel bad. Flashkey knows. Because it. they screwed up your graphic because they were spending all this time making oh, my good. graphic, well. which is quite similar to yours, but with grades. Oh, there's Russell. So there, there he D'Angelo is. Russell. But with the D'Angelo oh, Russell. Russell. last name. So everybody. let's go with the grades of the moves. You're reddish. So. Austin Reeves, four years, $56 million. That's an A-plus. Ah, there was speculation it was going to be four right. years, 100 because that's that. what the, someone else could offer and the Lakers have to do it. Yep. Uh, listen, Gabe Vincent, on that money, I give that an A. I like that, that two reasons. One is that is the perfect LeBron point guard where he doesn't really even have to play point guard all the time, can hit shots, and more importantly, Brew, We've seen him play in the biggest playoff games that exist, sure. and it's not like he wilts. Torian Prince at the biannual, a guy you can hit threes, defend a bit at $4 bucks. that's an A. Both the minimum guys, Cam Reddish and Jackson Hayes, for the minimum, to me, those are A-minus moves. Pardon me, and they oddly now have the 8th, ninth, and 10th picks of the 2019 draft in Cam Reddish, Rui Hachimura, and Jackson Hayes. Rui, it's a little more money than I would love to like to pay Rui, but it's not terrible. That's a B plus. And the only one that you know you swallow hard and don't love is the D'Angelo Russell addition, or you know bringing him back. I gave that a C plus, but that's a tradable contract. And if he is excellent, if he's good in the regular season, and then has his annual playoff woes, that's what you Gabe Vincent's right, there for. Right. And I'm going to say one other thing, bro. I like that they didn't add a center that can just play huge minutes. Because I, I know Jackson Hayes is fine as a minimum backup. But I like Anthony Davis, like last year, being forced to play oh, yeah. center. Absolutely. And what the, the flexibility. So I was joking before when I said LeBron was busy. Um, I think Rob Palenka really did an excellent job. I think this is smart shrewd cap management and the right types of players that you need. And and I don't hate the D'Angelo Russell signing. Now, I've got my questions about him in the playoffs, obviously. But if they had not brought him back and made all these moves, I would feel like eh, something's still kind of missing. And he is a very good player. He's just up and down and inconsistent in the playoffs. And we'll see if, you know, with a full year with this team – does that change? But I like bringing – and that's not huge money. So no, I, I, I don't mind is, bringing him back he, on that. He can look at this as a contract year because it's an option yeah. in year two. And listen, if he – I think the him missing shots in the playoffs – was more just bad luck. Mm-hmm. And I, he's done that consistently. Well, they, right. And so, and so if he, at this stage of his career, wants to up a level – it is, am I going to become a passable defensive player so I can't just be played off the court in the postseason? We'll see if he chooses to or not to, but that's that's the one guy that you're like, oh, maybe at the deadline, if there's somebody that's like, I want to be a Laker, that you can now, it's $19 million, you package that with something and make a move. So, okay. I liked it. I thought it was a great offseason. Coming up after the break, Kyrie staying with Luka. Does Nick have the Mavericks going all the way to Probably. the finals again? Guys, they're more talented than they were last guys, year when you I disagree. Them. Really? Disagree. Baseball is back. 
and so is Flipping Bats. Five times a week, Monday through Friday. So follow us on the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Here's some Mavericks math for you. Five wins and 11 losses with Luka. Got Kyrie three years and $126 million. Brew, how do you feel about this deal for Knicks Mavs. Well, look, I'm on the record saying if I were running this situation for the Mavs, I, I would have wanted to give him one year guarantee. Yeah. But as a compromise to make Kyrie happy and get him in good spirits, I would have given him two. Now I would have went max. I would have been two years max money, which was over fifty million a year, right? Instead, it looks like what the Mavericks did was okay. What we're getting out of it is we're not paying you the max. We're paying, what, it's about $42 million a year or something That's, like that. Yeah. And to compromise, they're saying, we'll give you essentially three years guaranteed. To me, the years was more important. So I, I think they would have been better off giving him a two-year fully maxed, and then the third year is a team option instead of a player option. Because, look, Nick, beyond the off-the-court distractions or potential distractions – He's not that healthy. Of course. That's all. That's and there the was thing, no market. too. So this, is, right. this so to me, is kind of in the same logic tree as our initial argument about where Damian Lillard's going to go. Because the argument they here. They did what you. The, what the you argument said. here would have been, well, who's, who are you bidding against? The, the mid-level from the Lakers? The fake meeting with the Suns? Who are you bidding against? And the answer was, yeah, we're bidding against a happy Kyrie Irving or an unhappy Kyrie Irving. And they chose to go happy Kyrie Irving. And credit, by the way, to Kyrie himself, Kyrie's stepmother, his agent, who did a wonderful job, and Kyrie's dad. Who he, and he, he wanted to make it very clear that this got, you know, the Team A11, is I think what he calls it. If I got it wrong, I apologize. That, that's his dad and his stepmother. Right. And they got a great deal. This is as great, good of a deal as you could get given his age, his health, his off-court stuff, the fact that the Mavs, he has no equity built up with the Mavs whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So for him and his family, it's a great deal. I mean, does anybody, let me ask you guys this. Do you guys think he makes it to the player option on the Dallas Mavericks? Do you think he makes it? Yes. Yes. Go ahead. You tease me because I always kind of give Kyrie the benefit of the doubt and expect him to do the right thing or make logical decisions. But I'm I'm kind of with Wiles. Like, what what else can he do? What other uh, What else can he do I other mean, than be hurt? Demanded demanded trade to the Lakers in five months. I mean, this is your your buddy. Mid season. Oh, a, a mid season trade demand that would never happen. I the now the I want to give this exact trade construct credit where it was due. Your buddy Bill Simmons said it, said it that he found it interesting that. Rui plus D'Angelo's salaries add up to about what Kyrie's making this year to where if that were to happen, like, you could make it work with picks. Uh, I just, I don't, I feel the same way that I felt the day they traded for Kyrie Irving. 
that this is not going to end well for Luka and the Mavs. I think that they'll, listen, I, I don't think the Mavs, let's just say Kyrie plays the whole year on the Mavs. I think they'll be in the playoffs. I don't think the, they, I think they the five and eleven was an aberration, but I believe Luca is. It's hard to say it after last season, but I still believe it in my bones that he's one of the five best players in the sport. I think he is just now entering his prime. I think every year should be championship window type of stuff with a player like that, one of the best offensive players I think we've ever seen in this league. And they don't have the horses. They don't have they, they don't have the size or the defense to be able to compete deep into the postseason. They just don't. And so it's he, just go look. Ahead. I'm gonna I am gonna once again give Kyrie the benefit of the doubt that he doesn't do anything crazy off the court or anything like that. He could be injured. That's obviously a concern. But also the fit, the fit is a concern. And I don't think that would be. You know, that wouldn't be Kyrie behaving badly, but there's a real question as to whether or not they fit together. And I do think the coaching staff for the Mavericks, and I've said this before Kyrie even got there, they need to figure out, to me, a better offense. It can't be Luka all day, all the time, Kyrie all the time. My turn, your turn, everybody else just spread spread out and get a shot. We know that's what it's going to be. But that's not going to win. They're doing doing Luka and Kyrie a disservice by running that offense. Go ahead, Wiles. No, I I wanted to show you a graphic of Fred Van Vliet. Fred got three years, I think 130. So I thought Kyrie's deal was actually like a pretty good bargain for the Mavericks, considering that's the Fred Van Vliet. Van Vliet still has a team option for the third year. The, which the, is but big. who would you rather have on your squad? The consistency of Fred Van Vliet? Well, okay, and yeah, the, if I was that? Houston, I wanted Van Vliet more over Kyrie. What if you were a Mavericks? The, probably Van Vliet. So really? Bruce just be, he's not better than Kyrie, but just and it should I just be noted that th- those stats consistent. were obviously true. Last year was a down shooting year for Fred Van Vliet. Mm-hmm. He's not you know he's not thirty nine percent from the field every year. But I this is where it, the, you start to do the math on culture availability and a winning player. And, this, and I know it sounds weird because he did hit one of the biggest shots in the history of the league. But, you know, there are seven-year-olds running around this country that have not been alive for a single day of Kyrie Irving being a winning player. There, 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 it has been a very long time. And it has been, if we are being fair, the entirety of Kyrie's basketball life, aside from the three years with, alongside LeBron James, where he hasn't contributed to winning basketball. Life? Wait, oh, I watched I mean, him in the Union County High School okay, All-Star. Okay. I was there. Okay, bro. He was okay. killing. Okay. It was 32 <laughs> points in like three points. Okay, courses. that team won the state title? Ridiculous. That team was awesome? Oh, yeah. Te- oh, okay, well, there it is. Okay, so and since And Kyrie then. led the way. So since then. <laughs> what kind of tease is that? Russ on the wrong side of history. The bizarre one. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Welcome back to the show. Russell Westbrook back with the Clippers on a very, very team-friendly deal. Two years, less than $8 million per, no, not per year, geez, total. Last year, he made $47 million, Brew. Are you surprised at this historic pay cut? No, no, no. I, I, I always thought he was going back to the you Clippers nailed this, on this man. deal. I got to like, give you credit. You nailed it exactly. Thank you, Nick. I yeah. appreciate that. Uh, the second year, he's got a player option. So if he plays great this year, let's say they get to the conference finals and he's a big factor and plays well, he, next year he'll get more money. So he can opt out of it. So – where And I don't know who was going to sign him for more money. I thought Chicago might, and I thought Brooklyn might. The two and teams and that I had think the this ability. is a better place for him. Right. Now, if they bring in Harden or Lillard, that changes everything. Well, so can I ask you on this real quick? Does this change the Harden pursuit? Like, in your guys' opinion, they have played together before. At the end of it, both guys were like, out of here. That was Harden's last year with the Rockets. That was Russ's only year with the Rockets. Like, does that, at, at, obviously, the money, it doesn't change it. Money-wise, right. asset-wise, anything, he's playing for the league minimum. And the reason I wanted to give Brew credit was because they, when everyone was talking about him, not everyone, when Brew and a few others were talking about him, saying with the Clippers, I was just very kind of cold about it, which was, he can only they can only sign him for three point nine million. There's no chance he plays for it. And Brew made the point of he's made a ton of money. It's where yeah. he's from. He's happy. He could do it, and he did do it. But now, do you think that changes the math on them? You know, feverishly pursuing James Harden. Yeah. Don't you think the Harden thing to the Clippers is just leverage? You don't actually see him going there, do you? What well, I just I think it's possible. Leverage for what? What's he trying to get leverage for? I'm just being serious. I mean, they say he like that's where he I mean, wants I, to go. There's no I contract. I guess he does. I don't know. I guess he does want to go. I mean, look if I'm James, go, I, uh, if, if I'm James Harden, yeah, I think I mean Clippers is a good fit, but Philly is it better than Philadelphia? But I don't think it's any better than Philadelphia, Philly. right? But the Clippers. This is why. I like Harden with Kawhi and Paul George. I really do. I think we might get to that later. I, I really like that. But what I'm leery of is pushing Russ back to the bench. And he was professional in L.A., but I get it if he doesn't really like it. And is he? are you going to get the most out of him, that being the case? And he's a high-energy guy. He's mm-hmm. a downhill point guard. They need that because uh, Kawhi and Paul George, the two best players, are low energy in my view. And so you need this Do guy. Do you think really they'd have energy. to push him to the bench? They could start Harden and Westbrook. That's what they did in Houston. You would start Harden, Westbrook, Kawhi, and Paul George in the center. Maybe. Am I like the? Again, I'm not. 
The, I, I'm not out here saying I think that's going to, you know, you guys know I don't believe in the Clippers. Right. But I think that they would, because especially keep in mind, they might try. If, you tra- if you were to get Harden, you probably are trading Terrence Mann. You're, like, I would think they would probably assume they are going to start all of them. Start everyone Ooh. and I mean, your center and, and go from there. Zubat's still there. I guess it's possible. The, but I am off. happy for Russ. Yeah, have him come off the bench and just be like, look. This is Somebody's getting second. hurt. <laughs> That's Trust true. Us. That's very true. Rockets have a pair of new teammates, Fred Van Vliet and the Grizzlies provocateur and bear poker, Dylan Brooks. Is he still that? Yes. I think he wants to run from that time. Four years, $80 million. If you're anything like me, you emerged out of a pool this weekend and got yelled at by J.J. Redick telling you how great Dylan Brooks was. Oh. Well, here's his numbers. Really? I didn't see that. I did not hear. Oh, that. you didn't see it? No, I didn't oh, see it. Oh, so that. he defended this. The, it was a. It, you know what it was? It was an extreme example of like, hey, you're gonna go play in the Chinese league. You're no good. You don't belong in the NBA. So no, JJ listen. Really nobody actually okay. thought he was going to China, and some incredibly smart people months ago knew exactly where he was going. Wilds, what's my New Year's resolution? To, I mean, to what be, is it? To be less humble. Run the tape, please! We're not running. Run it. Oh, we're running. Listen, he will be a good culture setter for Emi Udoka and the Houston Rockets next year. I'll call that shot right now. Um, but can we – I think that's going to happen. He's a free agent. They have cap space. They need a vet. They need defensive mind. He'll go down there, and he'll go into NBA obscurity where he probably belongs because he got a little too big for his britches. Okay, so that was a great job by me, first of all. No, the NBA obscurity part. What? That's a low blow. Okay, well, it's true. I don't think that's true. Okay, because I I don't think they're going to be obscure. Also, now the audience probably understands why I was so insistent on complimenting Brew for getting the Rust thing right because I knew I was about to compliment myself for getting this one right. (laughs) But I should have known. Can I tell you something? I have not seen this level of insane free agent spending by one team since the cap spike year. They have given Fred VanVleet, who I like, but it's a lot of money for Fred VanVleet. Dylan Brooks and Brews guy Jock Landale (laughs) over the next three years. Each of them makes 70 million. They make 70 million combined. Mm -hmm. 70 million per year on Jock Landale. Dylan and Brooks. He's only eight million a year. Well, yeah. Well, eight plus twenty plus forty-two gets just seventy. And here's my question: What were the Dylan Brooks competing offers? Why did you have to end? But there's a lot of that. At, no, well, but that's, that, what we that, keep I, that's where I but agree. I love Van Vliet. With Kyrie, the Van Vliet it's different signing. though. He's already on the team. You have traded away stuff for him. The Brew, who was uh, no, that, who, who was the team that was like, we'll do three three years, sixty for Dylan Brooks, but we're bowing out at four for eighty, and that's where the Rockets. No, I, I, I agree. In fact, I don't think I would have went as high as twenty million. Because no. again, where who else was offering that? I like the signing just as a player. I think he's he's good for that. Like they need some veterans now. They get, you don't want a roster full of young people. So they got some veterans now, and I think he you know no, I think he's good for that. He'll bring defense. I bet you Udoka loves him. And but to. why four years? Four years. And why eighty million? Like I'm thinking yes. three, th- two or three years at about fifteen can, million is what I would like. Hold up, twelve to fifteen. Honest question. Who would you rather have take the contracts out of it, Gabe Vincent or Dylan Brooks? And not if you're the Rockets. I'm just talking yeah, about in I general. Say, I understand the Rockets. It's different. But Gabe Vincent 
went three years at the mid-level, under the mid-level, right under it, $11 million a year. Dylan Brooks, for four years, I, the reason that I thought he was going to go to Houston was because I thought they could give him a big one-year balloon payment to make sure they got to the salary floor. So the well, it mil- is decreasing. I understand, but it was. Right but here. you're still tied to him. It goes right. 22, just, 2018, yeah. or 19, 18, something mm-hmm. like that. I just, it's baffling to me. I don't yeah, understand do why they money. why they do it. I don't get it. But I like him as a player there. I do like him as a player there. It's odd that he's going to be the culture setter, but when he left I Memphis, they were like, that. we need to reset the culture here. I don't think he'll be the culture center, setter, but he'll be in the discussion. Yeah, I have that. Okay. <laughs> Savvy vet. That'll be, by the way, Savvy vet. that might be the last time we ever say his name on this show. Uh, We're going to be talking about the Rockets, baby. The Rockets. We're going to be talking about the Rockets. Not next year. Jalen oh, yeah. Green. Not next year. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. An all-Dame-centric NBA fast break. There are reports that the following teams have called Portland. The Celtics, the Sixers, the Pelicans, the Wolves, and finally, yes, <laughs> hey, Brew, your Clippers. Yeah, the Wolves are, yeah. Brew, trade Carlin. do you like the look of Dame <clears throat> in the jersey that you wore to, wore to work this morning? <laughs> you, you did catch me one day in a Clippers shirt. Yeah. Shirt, <laughs> not jersey. That is T-shirt, true. not a jersey. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I would like it, sure. I mean, I'm, I, Damian Lillard would make the Clippers better. They're your favorite team. But, but you're going to be surprised by this. I actually think James Harden is a better fit. Oh. Because Harden, what? I think Harden is a better distributor than Dame. When he wants to be that, now, I'm, I'm kind of ignoring his talk of I want my basketball freedom and all that because if he really wants to go to the Clippers, as the reports say, you understand I'm not going there to play like I did in Houston. I'm going there to play essentially like I did in Philly and in Brooklyn. And Harden is great at that. And I think Harden would go in there and understand Kawhi and PG are the number one options. I'm going to get my 21 points, but I'm, he's a great distributor when he wants to be. Dame is more of a shoot-first guy, and I think Dame goes in there. He might be like, okay, Kawhi's number one when he's there, 
But I don't see Dame being like, I'm the third guy. Like, Dame is a shoot-first point guard. And so I think – I think Harden's probably well, a better basketball fit, but sure, the day with the Clippers. I, I disagree on the basketball. I understand what you're saying, but uh, if there's not a team in the league, I feel at this point, no matter their roster situation, that would be better off with Harden than Lillard if they're trying to win a title. That's just how I feel. I just feel like if you're trying to win a title, you can deal with like the fits and like, oh, he's an undersized guard and all of this. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you have a guy who I believe in the marrow of my bones in Damian Lillard that not only is not afraid in the postseason, but rises. Now, he's had bad moments. I understand he that. Has. But he's also we and we, those, I don't know. The one time he's been to the conference finals, he didn't play with. I understand all that. But, I, but that is, again, he's not a perfect postseason performer. He doesn't have that, he doesn't have that resume. But he has, I don't know if we have the tape ready or not, but he has two of the biggest shots of the last decade in the league were Damian Lillard shots. And then you have Harden, who's, it's the opposite of that. But here's the other thing when it comes to the Clippers. I mean, this was Dame as a child. You know, it's, I think his second year in the league when he did that was 2014. So, it was, yeah, I think it was his second. Time ago, yeah. the, it's a long time ago. That's to win a series, by the way. And then. It's a bad shot. Oh, yeah, Paul George. <laughs> this is a bad shot, they say. And then that is. That's such an impossible shot, man. I can't. I still. It, like, you it's know a what? Wild shot. That was a while ago too. <laughs> that is an I insane mean, shot that he made, and he took it with such confidence. So, but here's the thing that I'll say. But I don't this. need Harden. And again, if they're healthy, I don't need Harden. I, I agree. I'm not going to count on Harden to be great in the playoffs. But I don't think I need him. I, I to get be it. That, you know, I understand I that. But the, here's the other thing I would say on the Clippers. Quick, before mm-hmm. we move on. If the Clippers have, if if Portland doesn't like the Miami offer. They are going to hate the Clippers offer. Because unless the Clippers are including one of those guys, right. Kawhi or Paul George, that and offer. Even so, right? It, the, even so. Well, that, right, they, they, that wouldn't really make sense for Portland. Right, but right. I just they just don't have, I in agree. my opinion, the young players of the assets to make it make sense. All right. Meanwhile, Audi's Dame to Boston? Oh. Question mark. Chris Haynes literally laughed at this idea and said okay. Dame had little interest. The Celtics, however, still sent the NBA's version of a U-up text at 2 a.m. Pacific time, only 11. Celtics currently title favorites. Brew, I'm going to ask Nick. Would they cruise to a title with Dane? Well, there is some weird speculation that the Celtics trade package would be one not including Jalen Brown. That makes no sense for Portland. With that said... You add Damian Lillard and you keep Tatum and Brown. Oh, of course you're the title favorites. Of course you're the title favorites. <clears throat> the Jalen, again, I do not think he is going to Boston. Mm-hmm. But. I do find it interesting that Anthony Edwards, DeMontis Sabonis, Lamelo Ball, Desmond Bain, Tyrese Halliburton oh. have all gotten extensions. The Celtics just gave an extension to Chris Tapps Porzingis, one I didn't really agree with, but set that aside. And Jalen Brown has not gotten his. So that is, I don't know why that is, but having not gotten the extension does mean he could be easily included in a trade. Could uh, Ruby making some sense? Oh, third person. No, it is <laughs> the, I do not think Portland is going to send Damian Lillard there. With that said, if Damian Lillard were to be sent there for Jalen Brown, I do think the Celtics are better. 
I just do. I think that is a trade <clears throat> that for Boston, even though there's the age difference, yeah, I would I I would I would take that risk because of all the positive things I said about Dame before, because of how I think he'd fit alongside Tatum, and because Tatum has had some great postseason moments, but also as Wilde said, some struggles. It has had, had some rough turnovers. Moves. Yeah, a lot of turnovers. Look, if they get Damian Lillard and they keep Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, of course, I'm with you. They're the favorite, easily, okay? But I'm not really going to entertain that. But if they trade Jalen Brown for Dame, then I cruise close to a title, no. But they could be the favorites, perhaps. Would I mean, they be, I, Would they be your favorites? They would be... They'd be right there with anybody. Like them in Denver, I mean, they'd be right there. But Joe Missoula likes, obviously, offense more than defense. You're, you're getting more offense, giving up a little defense, but they have the defenders to back up Dame. They have now, even though I don't think he's like your prototypical point guard, decision, but he's a good decision maker, and he's obviously clutch and a great decision maker at the end of games. That's where they've lacked. Yes. And so now you add that. And I get it. Obviously, the age difference, but they need to win. Yeah, like Dame's they, they not, keep and, getting and, to the kind of final. Dame's not thirty-seven, right? He's, Dame, he's Dame is turning prime. thirty-three. He's at the he averaged thirty-two points per game last year, mm-hmm. and so he hasn't shown signs of wearing down. And I don't think they expect Jalen Brown to be there long term. I think they well, might. Then this is the mo- <coughs> then, then what you're waiting for. The, well, someone who wants to live in Boston. It's hard to find. Oh, you, no, so. it is hard to find. Because yeah. Kevin Garnett was skeptical about going there, but yeah. he to end up loving it. Okay, yeah. Kyrie didn't. Are what, they Celtics. Were, no, I'm just saying that yeah. I, mean, I don't think Dame wants ago, to go the there. Last but if they trade him there, I think he'll be like, all right, I'm, I got a chance it, to win the championship. And it would also follow perfectly your Kevin Garnett. Absolutely. You didn't want to go? I've been saying. You just need a former to Celtic to be running the Blazers and just give him <laughs> away for nothing. Like I also like, did. just before we move on, I like the idea of Jalen being a number one in Portland, and then having those young guys look I also – I can't – all of a sudden, I, like, I, you know what, that, 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 would, make, that would make Anthony Simons possibly trade fodder father somewhere else. You sure. move Shaden Sharp to the two. Sure. Right? I, and then Jalen to three. Just, like. if I may, just very quickly, if the Celtics aren't doing this and they want to keep Jalen Brown, they need to, for the first time in the last five years, publicly say – Jalen Brown is not available in any trade talks, and here's his contract extension. Because if I'm Jalen Brown, hopefully, first of all, my hand is healed after that nasty cut that he was dealing with all postseason. And second of all, I am like, wait a minute. Am I being trade speculated again? It was Kevin Durant. It's Damian Lillard. It was everyone before. So the, him not having the extension yet, mm-hmm. I again, I keep checking my phone. Like, maybe Woj will tweet he got the extension. I don't know what the delay is other than if he signs the extension, you got to wait to trade him. How comfortable are, are you super maxing your second option? Because that's what they'd be doing. I know, but that's. But they would – but who's – wouldn't Dame – I guess my point is if you trade him, Dame's okay, on a Supermax, Tatum's on a Supermax, and you have two guys, one of, you know, one of them's your second option. It's just a different story. Um, finally, Philadelphia. Harden wants out. Maybe a three-team trade. Now we're hearing Maxi is a no-go. We'll discuss whether we believe that or not. Bottom line, Nick, could you see Dame in Philadelphia? I could. So I believe he's going to the – 
If I were doing Dame's Future Pie instead of Title Pie, I would have 75% Miami, 20% Philly, and 5% the rest of the league combined. So I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not 100% he's going mm-hmm. to Miami. I think he will. If he doesn't, I think he'd go to Philly. Now, Wendy reported this. I could also report that Philly is saying, we're not trading Tyrese Maxey. It's not happening. Saying that and having that be true, that Tyrese Maxey is off the table, are two different things, in my opinion. Uh, here's what I would say is fascinating about the Philly if they were to get Dame. It then, in my opinion, makes a Harden trade so much easier. Because if you get Dame, then trading Harden for role players instead of another star is palatable because you have a second star. So, you know, we, we were trying to figure out a Harden trade, and that's why I brought up the Carl Anthony Towns thing. You brought up Zach Levine, like, because we know Daryl wants two stars. If you end up getting Max, if you end up getting Dame, and then trade Harden for Norm Powell, and, you know, I, I said mean, that, that Clippers Friday. trade, yeah, right, absolutely. then Terrence that to me Lynn, makes more sense. Mark I do Lynn. think basketball wise, it's a great fit. I do think Dame and Embiid are a great basketball. Could fit. Dame and Harden coexist? No. Oh. I, I think they could, but I don't think Harden wants to be. I don't think Harden is going to be in Philly long. I think if they got, I mean, yeah, they could play together, but I think if they got Dame, they would do a Harden trade for good players, but not a star. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Coming up next, a brand new segment Draymond, $100 million. Where do you love this? You know what? I got I this like one. it a lot. I got this one wrong. Warmer, sunnier days are approaching, so fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. Factor will help you meet your wellness goals just in time for summer, thanks to a vast menu of chef crafted, never frozen meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. These fresh meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Variety? They have that. Factor has 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Working on wellness goals? Factor has you covered with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust. How do they taste? They're delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious, and delicious options. What about quality? Each Factor meal is restaurant quality with premium ingredients like filet mignon, blackened salmon, and shrimp. So start spending less time in the kitchen now because you don't have to shop, prep, cook, or clean up. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash firstthingsfirst50 and use code firstthingsfirst50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code FIRSTTHINGSFIRST50 at factormeals.com slash FIRSTTHINGSFIRST50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Turning our attention to another dynasty, Golden State Warriors, Draymond, new $100 million man, four-year deal to keep the dynasty's core in Golden State. Brew, was this the right move? 
Absolutely. And look, $25 million a year for Draymond Green, who's still a great defender, is not bad at all. Yeah. I agree with Dylan Steve Kerr that they're no longer contender if he's not there. Mm-hmm. Defensively, we all know what will happen to him. Offensively, people don't realize they'd be completely different offensively. Now, Steph would be great as a pick-and-roll point guard, but their team wouldn't be as good offensively. So Draymond is critical for that. What, what's upsetting me about the oh, Warriors? Here we go. Where's the size? I told you. Where's the size? I, I, Dario Saric is about the only thing out there okay, that's well then, left. Then there He's is a trouble. warm body. <laughs> Go get him. 6'10". He can move the ball. He's got a high basketball IQ. Bro, can shoot the three. Get Dario Saric <laughs> now. I'll do it. I forgot who it was because it, it was several it was, guys. It was Zeller. It was, oh, yeah. Zeller's was gone. Board. It's July. Mason Plumley gone. It's July 4th weekend for us, everybody. Yeah. And Brew... It keeps on texting us. Oh, every time a big man got signed, <laughs> Brew was like, I can't believe he's off the board. I'm moving on to Cody Zeller. Like, yeah. All right, I never bro. said Zeller. I said Mason Plummer. Nick Plummer. said Zeller. Yeah, whatever I it is. Corey yeah, okay. Zeller. So the I said, to be fair, during the Lakers-Warriors series, I kept saying, once the Warriors were down 3-1 and then when they were down 3-2, like we could be watching Draymond's last game as a Warrior. I thought it was very on the board that he was done there. Mm-hmm. Instead, they pivoted to doubling down on the, dynast- the dynastic core, getting older, and moving Smartly, off Jordan Poole. Smartly, you say? I think, you know, it's interesting. I don't know if it's smart, but it is... Heartwarming. That's right. Does that like I'm not certain. You're very much into the love. It, like no, I you, just you've been good I, for us, a good soldier. Yeah, I do. Yes, I want. think I I feel like Draymond, Steph, and Clay should play together forever. I do. Just right into the and wire. and <laughs> be, it'd be <laughs> it'd be one be thing. I mean, they won championships. It, it, right. It'd be one thing if they if last year they were. 30 and 52, and it's like, oh, there's no, you know, and they're like pretending. But that's not what it was. Last year was a year from hell for a lot of reasons, Mm -hmm. most notably the Draymond Jordan Poole thing, but they still made the second round of the playoffs, right? Who'd they beat to make the second uh, round? They, they, you know, they beat the Kings once De'Aaron Fox had an amputation on his shooting hand. And so, but doesn't, the point is, they, is it, on the board, that the Warriors have one more run in them, it can't be dismissed entirely. And as long as it can't be dismissed entirely, let them keep going. That's right. And so Clay I would the, be the one. And I'm not suggesting they do this, but Clay would be the one you to, to trade. trade. You but you, but yeah, that's, not, uh, that I'm, is I'm the that is the play. tricky thing because I think basketball wise probably makes a lot of sense actually. Makes a hell of a lot more. Depending on what you can get. Right, but but you have to change so much less. Like you were saying, if you lose Draymond, your offense and your defense drastically changes. You lose Clay, and it's like, well, Kaminga steps into that role, but and but you but you can't do it. Clay might have a bounce back. And so, and by the way, Clay also kind of had a bounce back year last year, the second half of the year, and then just bounced back the other direction in the postseason. But I think. Draymond's been the second most important person in this franchise from the very beginning. Mm. And 
that he is the uh, after Steph the key to it all, and so bringing him back and you know motivated, mm-hmm. I think makes a lot of sense. The vibes, no team survives off of vibes like the Warriors. They're the same team at home and on the road, but they were great at home because they had good vibes, and bad on the road because they had but, bad vibes or they couldn't get the leadership rolling. So they had to jettison Jordan Poole. If you traded Clay or if you didn't sign Draymond, yeah, the fair. vibes would be. Worse than if you punched a guy in practice. <laughs> on a, on, from a basketball perspective, because I think we have a, a little bit of time here, now that we know Draymond is back, how do you think it works offensively with when Draymond, Steph, and Chris are in the game at the same time? Chris Paul, I'm talking. like the, That's the part when they signed Chris, it was like in one part of my brain, I was like, oh, they're clearly bringing Draymond back because they're just trying to you know, maximize this final little window. And the other part of my brain, I was like, well, maybe this makes Draymond a little expendable offensively because Chris can do some of that secondary playmaking. Like, what is Chris Paul doing when Draymond has the ball at the elbow, you know what I mean, kind of orchestrating? That, to me, is a very... Fascinating question that we don't yet know the answer to. Like, how is that going to work? It gives them options. I mean, Chris, if he's running the pick and roll, you know, Steph's obviously a shooter. Or if they run their typical motion offense, then Steph's moving and Chris kind of in that Draymond role. And Draymond, you know, Draymond can – you know, cut and space. And, and and Draymond is trying to clean up, I think, some of the stuff he has said about Chris because he was just on one of our favorite podcasts pot with with Paul George, Paul George yeah. uh, produced by our friend Charles, and he said that he thinks Chris is going to unlock Jonathan Kaminga. I, saw, I thought that was You know smart. what I mean? So I do think he's trying to and look, soften this is some what of happens that stuff. Too. I mean, you when, mean? You, when you play together, you make amends. I mean, as simple as it. Guys, you hate when they're an it's opponent. Guys, you love when they're no, a team. Coming up next. Should have seen the things he said about me on the odd couple. It was a lot. Of- <laughs> it was some rough stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Dame wants to go to Miami. Welcome back to the show. Miami wants to win the title. Here's the current odds. Boston in the driver's seat. That's Denver. ridiculous, by the way. Why? Because they're they're, they shouldn't be the title favorites. What about Kristaps? Uh, the Bucks, the Suns, and then the Heat. You know what, Nick? What? I didn't consult any of my gambling friends. Uh-huh. I think there's some Dame to Miami um, money already baked into that line. That's correct. Let's go. That's Let's correct. Go. It was 16 to 1 a week ago. And now in some shops, it's the Lakers to one, are better it's 10 than to the 1. Heat right now. The, yeah, I mean, this is not where I would have it. But if the question is, what will, I don't, what should happen if Miami gets Dame, is they should become the favorites. They're not going to be giving up Jimmy Butler. They're not going to be giving up Bam Adebayo. They're not going to be giving up Eric Spolstra. And those three players who, 
if you remember when I did the NBA's best trios, not big threes, trios, we talked about you the fact. You said big threes. You know what? The screen I said, said trio, trios. You said I big threes. I prove it. Um, and so. Dusty. Uh, <laughs> uh, it just fits so well. Right. Uh, from a basketball standpoint, to me, so much better than the trio in uh, Phoenix, which might have the most talent of any of the trios. It's one of the reasons I had the Lakers as high as I did, because I think that trio fits really well in Reeves, LeBron, and AD. But, I, th- yeah, I mean, I would have them as the favorites if they pull off the trade that I suggested two weeks ago. I think objectively looking at it, like taking all biases out of it and saying, look, this is what they've done the last four years. This is what they just did with I hate – look, They've earned their stripes now because they're getting paid. But they had seven undrafted <laughs> players. Their third leading scorer was injured, and they just got to the finals. So if you put Damian Lillard in there, I do. I agree with Nick. I think you'd have to move them ahead. Just, ob- just looking at it objectively. Now, you could put Denver number one if you want, mm-hmm. but I think we're baking in a little it's tough to repeat. Tough to repeat. And, and Denver, they did by the lose way, to Jeff I, Green included. I, I got it. Oh, they I didn't even mention well. Jeff Green. Yeah, I got to say, well. like, when we're talking title favorites, and this is not a shot at Denver because I know Nuggets fans already hate me. I probably could take shots. Like, my stock's not going to go any lower yeah, with them. True. But it's not yeah, a shot true. at them. Hey, yes, this, uh, this was a rough week for Denver. Well, the Bruce Brown stuff. To, that to add, but they confident. do have, like, they no. got a Peyton Watson who's a nice young sure, player. Sure, and Christian Brown. Christian Brown but the, my point is this. That those guys were already there. And, you know, you expect them to get better. But if we were saying, hey, Denver can't really not really adding anyone, and you're losing your fifth and seventh most important playoff guys, which is who Chris, or Bruce Brown and Jeff Green were. It's just—it's not like it's like, oh, they're screwed. They are—they are still the favorites in the West, but they took at least a half step back, in my opinion. Yep. And then if Miami adds Damian Lillard for with the biggest piece going out, Tyler Hero, who didn't play for them, like that's super I wonder, noteworthy. I wonder how Miami would play being the favorites. They don't get to roll out this underdog card. I don't care what anybody thinks. Like, you guys are the favorites now. Well, Spolstra knows how right. to deal with Spolstra, that. Spolstra, Pat Riley, they have been there. Mm-hmm. Now, you're right. The players haven't. But the culture has. Yeah. And so, so I, mean, I mean, the culture is just this, like, living organism. It, it, yeah. it is. Yeah. You saw it on culture. display. Thank you. Right. Bruce finally. Speak is up next. We'll be here tomorrow. Happy early July 4th. Yes.